This week on Wellness and Wonder, Francesca and I are speaking to Rui all about the transformation from an analog to a digital world. Let's talk about AI on Wellness and Wonder. Listen in, join the conversation. Okay, welcome back. We are here for your seventh installment of Wellness and Wonder. I'm Paris Savet. Hello, welcome to Wellness and Wonder. I'm Francesca D'Amico, and today we are introducing you. Rui Philip, who is a scientist to me and is going to tell us about the transformation from the analog, analog to the digital world and so much more. Ciao, Rui. Ciao. Thank you for the opportunity for having me here today. Um, it's a nice meeting in, in virtual world as we all meet nowadays. <laughs> so we're already transforming somehow, aren't we? And um, yeah, it's, it's nice being yes. here and um, thank you for inviting me. You're super welcome. With Paris, we couldn't wait to do this session with you. So, Rui, uh, my first question would be, um, with these advanced technologies that have been used to advance and uh, to improve our daily life, um, and truly in, the, in our daily life, uh, do you think electronic devices are also the new weapons of choice since all what's happening nowadays? Well, as I'm... As it comes to anything that has been invented by mankind over the past, it's always a matter of how you use it. And if we take a very simple um, understanding in terms of if you have a knife, you can decide either to take it, to put butter on your bread and to feed yourself, to cut the bread and to use it as a tool. Or some people have chosen to use it as a weapon and actually to to make it mortal. So uh, mortal. So it's... Um, it's anything that you do, it is always ends at the end of the day, it, it leads to what is it that you are applying it to. And with artificial intelligence or technology, it is just the same. It is a question that, of course, there is, there's no brain in the world that is able to put so much data together and to write an algorithm that can understand in a heartbeat what the best outcome would be in the circumstances of what this is applied to. Well, this is there's no harm in that. The question is, again, what are we applying this to? And this is where it's, it's I think we've become, or we're getting more and more, um, it, it's an ethical understanding that we have to understand here. We have let the, the entire world, the World Wide Web just kind of like involve on its own without putting the regulations like trying to see the capitalistic world take over and, and do so. And as we know, we have, this has spinned off and it's fed mostly the, the capitalistic understanding of consume in, in terms of moving towards um, capitalizing more products, you know, yes. so advertisement and slash. Yes, in fact, people have to get comfortable with technology. It's super important because anything we do has been converted into numbers in some ways and numbers can be read as signals. What would you, how would you describe a signal to, so for people to understand the initial process? I mean, the signal is always, it's traffic at the end of the day. Traffic is a number. Traffic is where do we see basically um, a certain potential behavior of people um, attach themselves to, you know, and this can be, in the old days, it was the broadcast on TV, how many people, the good shows on TVs would be run on based on how many visitors come there. So number is the universal call to everything. It indicates for us to, to quantify um, whatever we want to quantify. Do you think that in this pandemic, this has been like a mass awakening of exactly what you're talking about, the ethical side of the of technology, ethics completely? So, of course, we've often spoke about this, what we've gone through, you know, with all the protests that have gone on throughout the world, particularly in this time. Do you think this is an awakening completely into this now new world, this almost the new agenda of, of going digital? I want to say yes and no at the same time, because again, you have to understand who is awakening whom. So it's always leading the sheep into what direction. And if you consider, um, I am for one to be understood, I am a person who 100% believes every human is singularly equal to every other human, you know? So there's no div division on my end, regardless of religion, um, inheritance or whatever it is. But the, the more we, we, we groupify uh, parties into smaller groups and give them labels, the more we build tension between different groups and actually in order to, it uh, can be caused through this because one stands for them and they are not agreeing to the other and that causes conflict. 
And uh, the, the World Wide Web basically is now, again, we, it's an anonymous um, platform where people like trolls basically roll through, scroll through um, social media and, uh, pardon my French, but they vomit themselves out about whatever opinion they have. And uh, but at the end, there's no harm because nobody knows who they was, where they went and what they did, you know, so it's it's become. And then on the other hand, there's a, the, this whole social media of young people who've taken their lives based on not having enough followers or not being uh, digitally recognized enough and so on. So we, we are we're challenging so many different new paths that I think the human really hasn't grasped entirely what we are doing here. It's on a psychological level, you know? In fact, regarding this, Rui, I would love to say that connecting digitally, I think is the key for successful transformation because in this way, people are able to evolve, maybe not at the same time altogether, but in this, in this case, they get the information and they can process it as much as they can and they can do the best with the material they have in front of them. So I think connecting digitally is the key then it's up to the countries, up to the government to be able to really help their countries. Because as we know, we cannot be in the same level. There are many different cases which can prove mm. we're not all the same. Uh, it is impossible for us to be all the same because of history, because of um, the, the utilities we have. So I think a digital transformation can help people to feel more connected, even though they're not in the same level. So it can be also read in this way. Well, I mean, the, again, here it's, it's connecting just doesn't always mean it, it, it's about we, we, we've come from an era of um, the industrialism, which they call the petrodollar, basically, where everything was basically run on dollar slash oil. You know, everything is based, built on this. We, our generation parents who came out of the third world war, they have basically built this entire world uh, accordingly to this. And we are our generation now we are shifting to the world of information. So we've um, the Googles and others have paved already the, the ground floor. But according uh, in 20 years from today, if you look back to that generation who's going to be managing internet, they will be looking at it and saying, "Well, you dealt with Google. It's like we, we. It's like us now. We've been dealing with the yellow pages. You know, same, same. It's like how could you work with such an inefficient system? It is just not, do not, not, not farly what what we should be doing. And um, just to add on one layer to this is in regarding to the governments. Um, and this is just my for say. I mean, my 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 upcoming when I was young, my parents told me a formula of three things which are relevant. Whenever you put on the TV, which was the time of the TV, obviously, the politicians, whatever you, whenever you turn on the TV, lies are going to be presented to you because the politicians are going to tell you whatever they want to be revoted. The advertisement is going to tell you whatever they want in order for you to buy their product. And the movies themselves, we know that that's fiction anyway. So it's not really it's a virtual. That's already it's when the virtual reality begun but in order now to 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 cross the line because we're not going to be able to reverse the information pay the 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 era of information but what is the most crucial and most essential of everything that we are facing right now is where do we find relevant information that is the key the relevant information is what all what our future will be based on and it goes back to your point actually is Know, will there be a guide and what I what I was saying before is the it's the transformation you know it's now the generations to come have evolved into this technology they know nothing but and of course we've grown with it but now as time moves forward this is all the generations before are going to know so the, the theory is will they be raised with a consciousness and understanding how to process this information the right way how will the now to then transform do you think there'll be a clearer guide into that process of course with the birth of cryptocurrencies as well how far is this realm going to open up into this mm. new world well i think i think on the one hand, people are aware that there is a certain censorship in 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 the in in the media out there, obviously, right? So now, more than ever, we have the tools, we have the technologies that people can say think of themselves. How can I put more value to an ethical value to the digital world? But for one thing, I can ensure you, the governments are not going to be the ones doing that. They're going to use it for their own purposes, and nor are the big collaborated. Uh, um, 
50 um, rated companies on, on the stock exchange. They won't do either because they just want to keep the, their themselves running the same as it has been running. Sorry, Roy, I don't agree with that because it is true that, of course, uh, people that have lots of money are able to rule the world like it has been all the time. But I believe mm. that in this case, in this uh, digital world, we, are the, we have the power of making things our own self and to, be, to manage our own money to create our own virtual maybe reality, which is scary indeed, and we're gonna talk about it soon, but the thing mm. is people are managing things finally alone right. from themselves. So uh, actually there is a, a very individualistic approach, but at the same time, uh, it is scary for people that don't know how to approach the, this world. What would you say? No, this is what exactly what I'm saying. It's ah. it's it, The chance is higher than ever to do this, but it's not going to be coming from the government or from the big corporates. They are not going to be the one who's going to pave this way. So it will be individuals, small group of people who will be paving. No, no, yeah, yeah, no, I agree with that. But the government, we cannot count on the government for us to pave the way for the digital uh, next level uh, 4.0 internet or whatever might come there. So we have to take it in our hands. Yeah. You say though it really is the the in the beholder because of course we can sit here. There can be, as you're very correct, it's not going to come from the government. There's going to be a greater import of knowledge, but it depends really how close that you could call it corruption or that bad use of the tools we have. How far is that going to go? And do you think there's going to be something? Will something be developed to prevent this? Is there going to be a mass turnover of the technology we have, of course, with this this birth of AI, how will this integrate into this awakening of technology? Um, I mean, for one, I need to we need to think of again the the, the our generation now is basically the one who's going to pave uh, the the way for the next generations to come, right? So we're the decision key holders now, depending on what we do. So the first thing that our minds, and this is where you speak of the awakening where this has to apply is that our mind has to step away from this conservative thinking of capitalistic more, 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 because we cannot pursue this avenue any further. It, our planet won't be able to cope with it. We won't, it's, it's just not, it's not gonna be a healthy path. So the so when you spoke, spoke earlier of an awakening in terms of like, uh, are we in a time of awakening? Yes, COVID maybe was an awakening for people to understand what do we really need? Do we really need to jet set around the world, have dinner and fly out the next morning? Is that already that necessary on the one hand? How much do I really need to consume? I mean, how much, what do I really need? So I think this was a positive outcome of this whole COVID to understand, to bring people back to the square one in one sense, you know, as far as we can go back to square square one. But uh, now the awakening, what can come out of this, I think, I think COVID was more important to come or this, this momentum to waken the people up. Then if we would have continued like before, it would have escalated just further, further in terms of how can I, how can I sell more products? How can I sell more? How can I sell more? How can I sell more? So we have to reverse our minds and think backwards now. How can you use technology to be more sustainable, to be less, less um, have a less uh, um, impact on the environment in, in, in various ways from, from income streaming to so forth, you know? And these are things that our minds now conservatively have to think about very innovatively what can be done and what, or what needs to be done. But that's why also with many other sources of energy, we cannot always uh, find the negativity to the evolution because we, of course, uh, we need to evolve. Technology is going to evolve even more in the future with all we know that is going to happen. So they must find a way to find energy from other kinds of sources like they're doing now. Well, if you break down everything to the end of the day, it's two things that are relevant in this whole plan. I mean, besides us breathing and having our health, but one thing is the resources and the others is information about that resource. So the distribution about the resource. So this is, when it comes down to everything, no matter if you're in the stock exchange, if you're in a supermarket, it's everything always is interconnected to these two entities, information and resources. And we need to build or this is, I think, the job that needs to be done within the next next 10 years is to build a system that is not governmentally controlled or corrupted nor connected 
that is open as in terms of like free to the society, protected for the society, but it will allow to help every individual to consume more um, in terms of true needs. And then whatever it doesn't need, that that would be released on a, on a bigger scale to, to, the, um, to those who have a higher need in those products. Let, let me make an example. Chiquita the, the bananas. Chiquita the bananas are sitting on the port of Guatemala. The demand in USA um, has gone down because an AI could determine that in the next next four weeks, the, um, the Chiquita banana demand has gone down by 20%. So rather keep shipping it to the USA and that will potentially go to waste, having that knowledge and saying, no, we're going to diverse that, that X amount of bananas and bring them to, let's say, Venezuela or to who knows where, where, where there would be a need and a lack of the bananas at this current time. So we need to think how resources are not connected in terms of where AI will be very important, according to my, my mindset, how AI will enable us to restructure the, the, the resources distribution in, in real time. That's what needs to happen. Yes. You know, funny, it's actually they say everything comes in full circle. Now, this is a very big circle and this could be a very big reach, but it's almost like Joseph and the King of Dreams. You know, he knew obviously how much seed to reserve for the whole of Egypt. It's technically that in an ideal world, we want a community of free thinkers, digital leaders, people with a neutral mindset away from the almost the old set of governance that we've had to, to this day. They Because they are leaders of the old world. And what we want to do is bring the new world with that Joseph Egyptian theory that, of course, we want to be able to know this is how, you know, of course, ideally, we put uh, David Attenborough in there. We've got <laughs> this much left in the planet. We need right. to, to keep it going. We want to work out how to, and we, as you say, we do have the tools for this, but there is no one in power who has the ability right now to, to do this. And I guess this is also why we're calling this time the Great Reset, because this mm. is what's necessary. Through this time, we've understood that at this rate, the way we're going, we may be looking at, what, 100 years left, you know, there's so much that we have to change. And of course, with this, it's almost like a digital militia, really, you know, we come up away from where we are, to now preserve where we can go. But to add that something there, which is unique in terms of, I mean, you obviously have an insight of history, and history has proven over the written history that we acknowledge, you know, um, that no matter how good someone had it's, it had put out the ideology of of its its his country, at some time his first generation they screwed it up again because they got infiltrated, corrupted, or whatever. So we have one one very very accurate understanding, and pardon my French here again. Humanity has screwed up, right. no matter what, and it's not the greatest humanity. It just needs one to do so, and that brings sets us back to to to. Uh, uh, to a certain time and to rebuild again. So what I'm trying to say here is, in order for this really to work flawless, really, really flawless, and to really make sure that this can go on for years and years and hundreds and hundreds of years, and the system will be really in a very, um, how do you call it, very um, eco-friendly governed, not governmentally, but freely governed uh, entity, the only person who I think can run this show long-term is the IA, it's IA itself. Right. Because the IA, you can't corrupt. The IA, if you give it the, the, the common laws of understanding how right. it should function, and once it understands a set of laws and does not, like, not bound out of the, waver out of it, it's the only hope that I see before mankind tries to corrupt something again. And maybe not immediately, but at some point, because, you know, greed is, and there's the, the the, the, the main problem that this planet has always been suffering under is because men in what kind have always been um, suppressed by the seven sins. Right. The people in history books who the Napoleons and who and and so on, I mean they all went to conquer through violence. Yeah. But we are in a time where violence is not an option anymore. We have the, the, the only way how to move forward is non-violent and making sure that um, the human, it, it, I always say to myself, I, I'm lucky, I, I have a German passport. It's a privilege to, in, among the world, to have a German passport. I mean, this is like, 
one of the top three passports in the world. At the same time, the education that I received, the upcoming that I was exposed to, but none of that is my effort. None of that is something that I truly had. No, it was a lottery win I got. I got a lottery win, but at the same time, I got a responsibility to either, I have two options now. One, I feed my own pocket or I feed the greater pocket of humanity to try and make something better. But that means, and this is one of my things that I, the whole shifting that needs to happen is going from egoism to altruism. So many people are offering their help for free while we didn't have this in reality. So people are trying you know, to bring you in, of course, because they want to fill the, the community uh, within it too. But they also do it because they are passionate about it. So I find a very beautiful side of this transformation, which is actually the altruism of people. Yeah. People and, and, to explain you everything. Right. And I think, I think it's, 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 I'm not a communistic person, and nor am I a capitalistic person, but we need a smarter way that is, um, that, that is and again, I, people who achieve a lot and who work a lot, they should be rewarded. Nothing against it. I mean, you can make choices. I mean, seriously, it's, 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 uh, I, I totally I, I invoke that 100%, but um, is, it, is it really for the big corporates of Nike and Co. to have a salary of 20 million and plus? Is, this, is it like for one household? You know, to have a single unit household sit on 50 billion as from, from a micro being a tech a pioneer. I mean, on the other hand, you know, I'm saying people, it's, it's like it's these rats that they're raised and they're competing against each other and, and making themselves better and better and better. But you know what? If you look at the floor, we haven't solved humanity problem of, of, in terms of um, salvation. No. You know, we shoot people to the moon and everywhere and say how, how great we are. Well, if we're really great, we should have covered first the base and then to, and after covering the base floor, then we can rise and, and show our true, you know, um, how do you call it, striving in technology and other terms that we have. But let's think about the humans first. Yes. And I'm sure that with this technology evolution, we will communicate even faster and in a better way. We will be in this communication part more powerful, Rui. I'm, I want to be positive. I am. I am. I'm absolutely positive. For God's sake, we are in the best time for this, but we still need to look at it critical and need to review things with a very open mind and see. And, and history is what has always been passing our uh, history. We learn from history to not make the same mistakes. So yeah. that's our base. That's what we, what we can go from at the end of the day. You know. Yes, the best lessons from uh, from our past. Yeah. it's very true and you know it's the thing of the harsh reality is as you say it's the greed of man and it's very important at this point if if let's say the billionaires we've had were to do more there will be someone who with less may do something that ruins the giver and at some point mm -hmm. down the line often this has been the case part of the reason it's all it all reverts back to trauma somewhere however anybody behaves you know as obviously health coaches as we both are you always you also get to a point where you have to go back to historic trauma in people's lives and as you say I think we are at this point in time now where we need to almost take this point and say okay we are here to fix generational scarring mm -hmm. generational errors because this needs to be a reset where we know this world that stood before the greed that stood before all the seven sins we covered them all that has to stop because again obviously without without the cash now it was the concept of you know cryptocurrency and digital currencies the ability to hide money is it's in two ways you could say it's easier but the difference now it, it has a path however you want to throw that money digitally it's going to have a digital footprint so we will be teaching this new generation about where we had of course as you say all these points where the millionaires from physical products it's now teaching our children to be digital mavericks and understanding so nice this point yes yes and you know and i think because at the pro at the moment the world has killed arts and they've done that with, I believe the government's done that with intention. As someone who was a musician for 15 years, they've been working a long time to take the music out, the, the money out of music, because it was too yeah. much, too quickly. And I believe they could create too much wealth and change too many lives too quickly. So 
they realize that of course Universal, Sony, uh, that they, they are pretty much, they own the music business. And of course, the same way they haven't opened the theaters, they are killing the art form, which is heartbreaking because that is an ancient art that we still hold today. So the question is now, it's what would you suggest? You know, I'm looking into now, do I teach my son how to fly drones? You know, I have already a different foresight as, as a parent than let's say my parents would have had. I play five instruments. There isn't a lot right now in the middle of COVID I can do with that apart from create digital music. But of course, now with the realm of Spotify, music has no currency. So what would you say we could move forward in this world and find this balance of life and wealth and health and peace? Well, for one, I think um, the first thing if I were to teach my daughter is to teach her being a good human. That's one. And from that, fulfilling her her her, um, her her passions and not putting the not choosing her passions based on what x amount of money i can make out of this passion no what am i who am i and do i just uh, pursue that what if it's an artistical whatever that might be you know everyone has a skill and live that and 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 be that because that's what we are and who we are in our fullest and um and I think that it's it's hard because the society is embedding into our minds uh, through our parents. You have to have a degree, then you have to you have to walk up the certain sure. scale of whatever. Which um, I think also there we 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 need, we need to liberate ourselves from these systems in terms of no, it's it's being human is first identifying who you are and then how can you bring value and that within a very with your skill set that you have. So flying a drone for your daughter. If you think that is a profession because I come a profession, if she likes flying a drone, let her fly a drone. But if that's not what she wants, I wouldn't. I understand that. Um, but if the world doesn't physically pay your child, your child could be so good at it. But if the world is corrupt around them, what would you do? Both worlds, not only one. Seriously, there is no evolution without, uh, as we said, uh, you know, the experience of the past. And uh, mm-hmm. even if you're living in a digital world, analog always makes a comeback because there is the experience behind it that is given by the analog of course. world. Of course. So I think it's made of it's about choices and it's about different experiences and we don't have to lose the beauty of the touch of the you know of our hands of the experience behind it just because we are going toward the digital world we can have both. I think we can. I know we can. But where my theory is is at one point we don't do anything for money, nothing. If you're raised the right way, you won't do anything for money because you can't do the arts for money. But the point the is point. the world has become this place where somehow the musician has to eat. And that's my question is for those who have a passion for physical creative arts, how do we help people like that in this new world survive? And that's maybe probably more the question so then this passion can run with survival because at the moment you know your passion is totally killed by survival and so of course you fall so how do we how would you suggest in this realm of preserving the arts do we need to then also within this digital maverick team find a way to preserve the arts what would you think no i mean i it's it's, i mean this is the, the 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 concept about the um Spotify slash um, Uber slash um, RBB, right? right? So uh, I think these platforms, it's let an Uber driver for saying, Uber driver, he drives and, and on a $10 ride, he gets maybe, depending on the country that he's um, 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 driving, he gets between six to $4 per drive, which is already under his minimum that he would have been getting if he would have gone on normal rates that he would usually used to do. So because Uber is dictating the domain, they are just saying, we don't care because most people come through us, so that's what it's going to be. So I think here, these platforms should, um, should be, so certain minimums that should be basically um, mandatory as an internet, mandatory internet. Nobody should be paying for internet. For God's sake, it's a communication tool. It's like the radio. You know what I mean? I mean, the gigabytes that we pay for our phones, this is, this is a ripoff. Second number two is these artistical um, platforms. I mean, I think people should pay individually to these artists if they want to listen to them like we used to do. Okay. They should have a collective pass, uh, platform of, just to make it easier, accessible than rather having 20 platforms or 50 platforms, you know. And... Um, and I mean, at the same time, it, it's 
feeding the person who creates is for me who has a higher value than feeding the person who puts you the gives makes the availability to that artist. I would love to say something regarding uh, these uh, possibilities for artists. So I think uh, this digital world is actually more useful for artists than anyone else because there are many virtu virtual galleries that are coming up uh, in internet and it's quite uh, impressive the result I have seen in the last days. And uh, one platform of those is called Avatars. So basically you can find yourself in the virtual world that it actually looks like you and you can build wow. your own gallery that doesn't cost one million like it would cost in London, it costs so much less. And in the, the future, the artists, they would be able to resell them for so much more money because the virtual world is indeed our future too. So we don't have to forget the beautiful reality of the analog world, but so we can avoid the future. So artists can be in peace and be happy and start doing the, the research in this uh, new virtual world because that's something is coming up for artists. No, I, I, and again, you're, you're um, not to be misread here. Yeah. All I'm saying, digital is all positive to my end, but it is what we do with it and how we apply it. And I'm saying is we need to put an ethical backbone in order to preserve the analog and make it in the digital human. Yeah. This is what needs yeah. to be done. So that's why I was saying the example with the artist is, yes, of course, it is an artist in, in, in sitting in Hong Kong, he, his audience might sit in, 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 in Norway, in, in, in um, Oslo, right? And, but he's not at home. So if he has a digital platform where he can expose himself, this would be way, he might have a bigger audience and might be able to make quicker money than he could before. But what I'm saying is the platform that he, where he's going to sit on whoever these platform providers are, they shouldn't be the ones taking the big check out of the artist's pockets once he has the visibility. It's about all those digital yeah. platforms, no matter what field they go, that they don't rip off the artists or whoever provides, uses their platform. They can be a distributor, but in a smaller scale and let the, the, the individual be the one striving from it. And by that, they would even grow much, much faster because if, if I know that I can make nine, let's say out of a $10 painting or uh, whatever, I make $9 on that platform and they just collect one per month fee and I make three on the other one. I mean, of course, as an artist, I go where I make more money. So we, it's just being, being at the end, those people have to feed their families. They have to bring money home. So what I'm saying is the distribution has to be to the small people and not collecting it in the big and keep giving the big ones more, feeding them more. That's bottom line. Yes. At the same time, what is amazing of this new world is that the more value we give to something, the more valuable it will be. So it's also about being clever and about promoting something that is needed maybe in the world that it, it is beautiful and then you give the best value to it and then it will be valuable for the value that you have given. So it is also about you know, algorithms that we create virtually and they become reality. We can create our own reality this way. So I think it always always refers back to this concept of yours, Rui, that we need to create almost this independent party that becomes the party of the future, you know, and, and in that we take the arts, we take technology, we take these things and understand what is the service for the greater good. And you've actually seen, you know, it's very black mirror-ish almost, you know, mm. and they said that this was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, you know, you see how potentially they're saying now your digital... Uh, your social power is going to work like your credit score and, mm. and things like that and you know this again though if this is taken by this independent party we won't have a problem but right now if it's run by Mr MZ we might have a problem because of course exactly. there's a there's a great greater uh, demand of course he you know and again we don't know these people they must do many good things but there is also a lot of bias in their in their behaviors that definitely need an independent you know it's almost like having independent value for art you know this person would go in and their job is is to have the greater good and to take away religion race whatever when it comes to music music is streamed here when it comes to art art is valued here and again let the people decide and i think it becomes this platform yes, yes. where yes. the artist uh, digital, guys digital transformation it, it will change the lifestyle but we have to uh, be affected in a positive way of thinking. Yes. Yeah. So if we start no. thinking that this Black Mirror uh, series, of course our approach will be negative. <laughs> because <laughs> if you 
<laughs> it is at the extreme. Every time I talk about digital transformation, people mention this uh, black mirror and they get scared suddenly. So I think uh, this is a bad example for uh, mostly to children to, to let them watch this kind of series because it is the extreme of it. It's the extreme, but it's also in what Rui was saying, it's how far it could go in the wrong hands. And yeah. I think that's that's something that, we need to take as a lesson that okay if we do not have the right people in play when this comes into play we are going to have killer for roach looking robots you know with guns <laughs> who knows that needs to not be the outcome i think but you're right it, it, it is very uh questionable yeah. so robotics are designed as caregivers nowadays as companions to the patients do you think <laughs> Do you think this is a, a good for a cyber physical uh, system? I mean, I think for one, when it comes to health and health is not just about feeding somebody with pills. It's about actually, I think I'm not a nurse, but I, I, I believe I have high respect for any nurse who takes care of people. And it's a, a lot of emotional. I mean, people are at at the edge at the at the edge of their life and then they spin into you know wanting to talk to someone and who knows what i don't know if that empathy a robot can at any given point replace so i but at the same side the funniness about this is that um by using robotics is kind of like trying to make it as human as possible so going into the field where it has to be the most human so later if then you, a police officer will patrol as an as a robot you won't be that chopped anymore because you're already used to it when it's in your home taking care of your house. So it's a matter of, for me, just a strategical, a strategic apply how to implement robots on the road. But from it's, um, I do not care for robots. I think these jobs should still be taken care of 100% by mankind. Yes, I suppose uh, robots, they will be there. But of course, uh, hopefully they won't replace humans ever. <laughs> but do not go, obviously you made that point. Robots cannot the only time a corruption can come into a robot is when it comes to the corruption of the person programming the robot or an actual hacker. Obviously we have in all of Europe corrupt, uh, you know, police force, whatever. Would you say the, the way to move the world forward more conscious is to take where there may be corruption or would that be removing everybody from everything? I think, I think um, where, so we have to define here between two worlds. One is the physical world that we interact with um, yes. people from, from state who have certain positions from police officer to firemen and so on, you know, if, to be those replaced by, by robotics. And I think um, that it's a very critical to, uh, challenge to do so because a lot of things still demands on common sense. It still is there as, you know, human beings can make judgment calls. They can... A robot can not always 100% understand, even there's sometimes just language barriers or culture barriers or so many other barriers that I think, which in, in a bit of, an, of a second needs to be understood. So, um, but I mean, just to bring you something down, I mean, it's, it's, it'll take a long time for us still to get there, to make it really before that. We need to face another level first of um, making sure that we can have caretakers or let's say people at home maids who work as a robotic function who have the ability to be full empathic and, and, and to be um how do you call it not empathic to be um empathetic yeah empathetic yeah to to have the full emotional degree of understanding right. but that will take some time for that to happen we need to go into quantum computing because the data that needs to be transmitted and to be needs to be uh, exchanging in in in, in real time we don't have that kind of speed far we're away from that as currently but it's 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 possible in 30 40 50 years yes very possible for that to happen but going to the digital side now and governments in terms of data pure data this is what we can do already this can be applied today so making sure a government sitting on a on a, on a on a vote that has to go through why not take it to public address and let the public vote about it on a, on a public scale like we have in switzerland for example we call it referendum so everything that the government decides the the, the whole country will go and vote on for yes or no and then based on that it will be executed 
I think these are digital things that can be controlled by AI, can't be, can't be the material. Like, for example, if the election now in the USA would have been controlled by an AI and not by old slot machines, and, and if you say so, mm-hmm. I think the system, you know, and everyone has a digital fingerprint where you can identify one time who you are, one time vote, and you can't have two votes um, vote or whatever, um, fraud or nothing of the kind. So I think in this, we are ready to implement this into the world today, mm-hmm. that we are. Tell us about your amazing startup regarding this, that you're actually switching from this uh, is about corruption because we are continuously corrupted by being so visible and all our data are everywhere. So you created something very special, Rui. Do you want to tell us? I already have kind of while speaking because all that you're saying is my philosophy and I've been applying it to my life. So it's it's, <laughs> it's uh, in, in, without having having said that in a full content, but um, what we are doing is basically we are challenging or tackling exactly all these matters. So for oh, one, we're we building an, an, a, a very con, a, a system, it's a search engine that is backed up by an AI that basically will, ping, will be able to narrow down your search to the finest and all in real time, it'll connect you to the inventory of cities and will pinpoint you where that product or whatever you want will be disposable for you to, um, yeah, to, to go there and purchase it. Uh, I'll make one or two examples to give you an understanding how this can play out in real time. And then at the end, having it um, covered by an, an, a layer of protection, like an own blockchain, but it's not a blockchain, it's our encryption understanding where you as a user can only have one identity, you will be verified like what you do with your bank account. So, but you choose and say whom do you want to be visible to. Of course, if you go to the doctor, the doctor needs to know who you are. So you say at the time that I'm going to the doctor, the doctor has my case with my insurance and everything there behind it. But once I leave the hospital and they can keep the minimum data that they need, but I'm not going to, the rest of the file, I'm going to pull with me. So you are going to be the file keeper of who you are and you're going to be the data owner of who you are. So if you go and have a, a Nike shoe that, for example, that you buy at Nike for 100 euros, okay? And you, you go to Nike and you buy their anonymous, uh, your shoe. And Nike says, hey, wait, we would like to know your sex, your your age, um, how often you use the shoe, what occasion you use the shoe for. And we're willing to give you a 50% haircut on this, meaning 50, so the shoe will cost you 50%. But you are the one who decides, yes, if I want to, and make that deal or no, don't even don't bother me again or maybe bother me by my next purchase or whatever. But giving the power to the people about where your data is traded or not traded, you are the one who can or cannot trade it. And to avoid this whole social media where they're, you know, they're pumping the advertisement in, tr- selling out your data and you don't even know where your credit card, who's been, has a file of your credit card, where around the world. Next thing you get a phone call, we'd like to sell you chocolate, cocoa bananas. I'm like, how do you get my phone number? You know, it happens or my email. So we want to kind of cut through this um, yeah. this untruthful uh, relationship between the companies and the consumers. Let it be real. Let them let them really real connect to one another and make those decisions based on what they want. On the next level, just to wrap, wrap that up. So potentially, let's say in, in 10 years, if everyone were to use our, our system, um, I'll, I have an example for a supermarket. Let's say we're in Manhattan, a supermarket, and there are Whole Foods, and there's a cake of certain users there who have um, a certain diet, you know, the, the, vegan, the, 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 the vegetarian, the vegan, and the, the meat, whatever. So Thanksgiving is coming up. And now Thanksgiving, um, everyone uses our platform, and they go to visit their parents and friends. So everyone has used a certain, it's like one app, clock all into one so they used all has used our app in order to to buy the bus ticket the train ticket plane ticket whatever it is and others have come to new york to visit their friends in that neighborhood so now by having this new cake of new consumers the system will understand and will automatically be able to deliver the um the information to the supermarket 20 percent tomatoes down 25 percent cucumbers up and so forth and will be able to pinpoint it in real time and whatever then they don't order, that can be distributed somewhere else, and hopefully that won't go to waste then. So this will be how we, and this on a global scale, this is what we're trying to build step by step. This this is one one layer. Of course, you have to have a social suite in it where people can communicate, but real people. It's not like trolls going to you and, you know, no, if you want to say something, you this is my real identity, this is who I am. If I want to say something, it's me who's speaking. I'm not hiding. So then either be brave and say something about a topic or shut up. 
but don't 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 you know what i mean just just don't don't hide just let's be real let's let's create a real world in a in in and and be truthful about things be transparent about things um and to give you a small day-to-day example about also if you are for example you're in a you're at your doctor's place your doctor sends you your um how do you call it your um in subscription for your medicine that you're supposed to pick up. So you go in the elevator, you, you step in the elevator, you're stepping down and you just say search and it will immediately find the next available pharmacy where this um, medicine will be um, physically available. You buy it, you purchase it. Next minute after you, you select the card that you want to pay with and it will be uh, transmitted to the pharmacy and they will know already your, rhyme of, uh, your time of arrival. Or full automatically. And the next time, if you want to wire your mother 500 euros for Thanksgiving, or if you want to, you know, split a bill in a restaurant, all that in one clock into one, into one, um, how do you call it, into one system. I think it's necessary. And, and again, the most important part is we're programming it. There's two things that are very important to me. Number one, the programming is done in a way that nobody in my IT system, uh, IT um or nobody in my company will ever have access to anybody's user's profile. Wow. So if you if we so if you have a problem with your profile, you call us up and you say, I have a problem, you have to authorize us to have this access to see what you want us to talk about, you know, and then you close it up again. But you are the only one in power who will who, who will make the decision. And number two, and I'm signing this off by with a notary that I'm the biggest shareholder since it's my company and um 80% of the income that down the road we will be making, I'm going to turn that into, um, into a foundation that will be focusing on modern terms of education for children. Beautiful. And secondly, helping my, um, minorities legally in, in whatever cases they are running against. And last but least, hoping we're wanting to build a, a digital referendum, starting with Germany, going to the Scandinavia, and let the people have a bigger insight in the governments, what they're really doing. And like like the best example for now in this whole ep, um, epidemic that we're going, why should a few selected people make the shots for an entire country? Like seriously, right. no, 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 not again. No, no, not going to happen. Let the whole nation make a decision. And if the decision goes south, at least they made that decision and they can correct the decision. It is not that a decision is printed and, and it's no, they can correct it, but let everyone, the human take responsibilities for who they are, what they are, when they are, and not just a selected group making those shots for everyone. I find that way too dangerous because it's, you've seen, we're seeing the outcomes right now. How many, in Germany, over 700,000 companies have gone bankruptcy. Who is taking their responsibilities? I mean, right. there's loans behind, there's families, there's education. I mean, the whole, it's, it's, those decisions have to be done in, in, from, even by county, county by county, as you like, but give the people the power to have a voice in it and not just be overruled. So this is where yes. all our, our profits are going to be going from day one of my profits. Um, and I don't want to be, I'm not, my goal is to become the next um, Bill Gates or whatever. I don't care about it. I'm caring about writing the right, the wrong right, and we need to do it very urgently. And this has to happen, like very, very. Urgently. We're gonna add a big value, Rui, and uh, I'm gonna support as much as I can. We will, we definitely will. It's it's so important, you know, for our children, for life. As yes. as I said, this is such a bigger problem, you know. As as for us two being people who our whole existence is to help others, this is just so refreshing. With someone with your ability is coming in to overhaul, ideally, a system that is so in need and doesn't have the communism. It seems that let's say they have in more right. Asian Asian countries. It's it's refreshing, and I'm so excited to see how quickly it develops. Really, it's absolutely stunning. Let's approve also digital transformation made with a purpose, not only. Yes find the hidden ways to find you know dirty ways it's 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 really it's the it's the future digital transformation is the future and has to be used with our heart and not only with our brain so Rui is an example and we are super happy to build him at wellness and wonder we are so grateful to have you here the transformation with heart wow wow lovely Rui, so what's your plan for the next months? So you're still, I remember you went to 
you got many hospitals under your project now. And so what's your plan now? So we are in the next two months. Um, we just we're we're sign we're about to sign an um, a deal with an um, telephone uh, developer. Excuse me, and uh, so we will be launched as an encrypted messenger service on their telephone devices. So this is in the pipeline as we speak. And then we again yes we we are approaching a few hospitals to um, sign up with them and replace the existing um, landscape IT landscape because that's a nightmare what what they're facing with. Um, at the same time, we're going to go and um, bring one of the products that we're bringing out as a Conciel um, would be a, would be a Teams solution, where it's basically encrypted again everything, and we will hopefully um, give this to schools and to universities so they can be protected when they are exchanging their information and data. And because right now, all 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 we know for is that. What the tool that we're using and other com and other companies that are out there, I mean, right now, the, the, all the data of information that is basically collected in the USA. The USA is listening in to every conversation right now because we're all forced to use these tools. And going, I mean, this is the, 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 the highest peak of, uh, we call it um, cyber um, theft. Cyber, yeah, yeah. And the, let's say it's, it's, it's the biggest opportunity for doing so, let's put it that way. It's not, I don't want to claim that it automatically goes this way, but right. so we need to have a European answer that is based on our values, that is based to, to conceal our information and that people feel protected when they use technology at every given time. Yes, and one advice I want to give to people, don't be scared to fight for what you believe can be done with the technology because technology gives us access to many things. So... If you have any question, ask Rui. If you have any question even regarding this project and they use technology to proceed further, not to get stuck in your own problems. So technology can help us to really evolve totally. 100% agreed. I couldn't have said it better. And it also yeah. shows that, as you said, for those who may be concerned about the transformation, it's amazing that we're going to have someone out here almost doing the thinking for us. So with that, we can then evolve and move into it, live our lives as best we know it, especially if we do come from the older generation. So it's wonderful. It's fantastic. It's exactly what we need, Rui. It's lovely. Thank you, Rui. So I guess that's where we say thank you so much for joining us on Wellness and Wonder. Thank you, Rui. Thank you for having me. If, let's catch up soon if you want to talk about any other topic regarding your Please. startup or regarding anything else. I'm always available anytime, ladies. Thank you so much for hosting me. And it uh, was a pleasure having this conversation with you. Wonderful. So remember, you can listen to this podcast on Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you find Apple Podcasts, wherever you feel. Of course, also, you'll be able to watch it on YouTube. Again, thank you so much to Rui for joining Francesca and myself and Wellness and Wonder. See you. Thank you. Take Bye. care.